Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Bible reading of the day for your NIV. We're in Song of Songs 7, 1 through 13, and then ESV, Exodus 9, 1 through 35, and then Luke 15, 1 through 32. So um, just to let you know, um, tomorrow will be the last day we will be in Song of Songs. After that, we'll head into the book of Isaiah, the first of the prophecy books. So let's go ahead and read the scripture. How beautiful your sandaled feet, O prince's daughter! Your graceful legs are like jewels, the work of a craftsman's hands. The navel is a rounded goblet that never lacks blended wine. Your waist is a mound of wheat encircled by lilies. Your breasts are like two fawns, twins of a gazelle. Your neck is like an ivory tower. Your eyes are the pools of Heshbon by the gate of Bath Ribbon. Your nose is like the Tower of Lebanon, looking toward Damascus. Your head crowns you like Mount Carmel. Your hair is like a royal tapestry. The king is held captive by its tresses. How beautiful you are and how pleasing, O oh, love, with your delights. Your stature is like that of the palm of your breast, like clusters of fruit. I said, I will climb the palm tree. I will take hold of its fruit. May your breasts be like the clusters of the vine, the fragrance of your breath like apples, and your mouth like the best wine. Beloved, may the wine go straight to my lover, flowing gently over lips and teeth. I belong to my lover, and his desire is for me. Come, my lover, let us go to the countryside. Let us spend the night in the villages. Let us go early to the vineyards to see if the vines have budded. If your blossoms have opened and if the pomegranates are in bloom, there I will give you my love. The mandrakes send out their fragrance and at our door is every delicacy, both new and old, that I have stored up from for you, my lover. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz again, and now we are in your ESV reading, Exodus 9, 1-35. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The fifth plague, Egyptian livestock die. Then the Lord said to Moses, go into, into Pharaoh and say to him, Thus says the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, let my people go that they may serve me. For if you refuse to let them go and still hold them, behold, the hand of the Lord will fall with a very severe plague upon your livestock that are in the field, the horses, the donkeys, the camels, the herds, and the flocks. But the Lord will make a distinction between the livestock of Israel and the livestock of, of Egypt, so that none of all, of all that belongs to the people of Israel shall die. And the Lord set a time, saying, Tomorrow the Lord will do this thing in the land. And the next day the Lord did this thing, all the livestock of the Egyptians died, but no one of the livestock of the people of but not one of the livestock of the people of Israel died. And Pharaoh sent and be, and behold, not one of the livestock of Israel died. Not one of the livestock of Israel was dead. But the heart of Pharaoh was hardened, and he did not let the people go. So the sixth plague boils. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Take handfuls of soot from the 
Kilin and let Moses throw them in the air in the sight of Pharaoh. I shall be, it shall become fine dust over all the land of Egypt and become boils breaking out in the sores of man and beasts throughout all the land of Egypt. So they took soot from the kiln and stood before Pharaoh, and Moses threw it in the air, and it became boils breaking out in sores on man and beast. And the magicians could not stand before Moses because of the boils. For the boils came up upon the magicians and upon the Egyptians, but the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, and he did not listen to them. And the Lord had spoken to Moses. The Seventh Plague of Hail the seventh plague, hail. Then the Lord said to Moses, Rise up early in the morning and present yourself before Pharaoh and say to him, Thus says the Lord, the God of Hebrews, Let my people go that they may serve me. For this time I will send all my plagues on your on you yourself and only on, on your servants and on your people, so that you may know that there is none like me in all the earth. For by now I could have put out my hand and struck you and your people with pestilence and you ha would have been cut off from the earth but for this purpose i have raised you up so that so you may my power to show you my power so that my name may be proclaimed in all the earth you are still exalting yourself against my people and will not let them go behold about the time tomorrow i will cause very heavy hail to fall such as never has been in Egypt for the day it was founded until now. Now therefore send, now therefore send, get your livestock and all that you have in the field into safe shelter. For every man and beast that is in the field and is not brought home will die when the hail falls on them. Then whoever feared the word of the Lord among the servants of the Pharaoh hurried his slaves and his livestock into the houses. But whoever did not pay attention to the word of the Lord left his slaves and his livestock in the field. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand toward heaven, so that there may be hail in the land of the, of the Egyptians, on man and beast, and on every plant of the field in the land of Egypt. Then Moses stretched out his staff toward heaven, and the Lord sent thunder and hail, and fire ran down to the earth, and the Lord rained hail upon the land of Egypt. There was hail and fire flashing continually in the midst of the of the hail, for very heavy hail, such as had never been in all the land of Egypt since it became a nation. The hail struck down everything that was in the field in the in the, all the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and, uh, and the hail struck down every plant of the field and broke every tree of the field. Only the land of Goshen, where the people of Israel were, was there no hail. Then Pharaoh sent and called Moses and Aaron and said to them, This time I have sinned, the Lord is in the right, and I, and I and my people are in the wrong. Plead with the Lord, for there has been enough of God's thunder and hail. I will let you go, and you shall stay no longer. Moses said to him, As soon as I have gone out of the city, I will stretch out my hands to the Lord. The thunder will cease, and there will be no more hail, so that you may know that in the earth is the Lord's. But as for you and your servants, I know that you do not yet fear the Lord God. The flax and the barley were struck down, for the barley was in the 
ear was in the ear and the flax was in the in bud what the wheat and the emmer were not struck down for they are are late in come coming up so moses went out of the city from pharaoh and stretched out his hand hands to the lord and the thunder and the hail ceased and the rain no longer poured upon the earth but when pharaoh saw that the rain and the hail and the thunder and had ceased he sinned again yet again and hardened his heart he and his servants so the heart of pharaoh was hardened and he did not let the people of israel go just as the lord had spoken through moses let's go ahead and head to your new testament reading Hello everyone, this is Scott Lutz, and once again, we are in your New Testament reading. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Luke 15, 1-32, the parable of the lost sheep. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to him, and the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable, the man of you... What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he, and when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. When he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just as I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. The parable of the lost coin. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp and sweep the house and seek diligently until she finds it? And when she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just just so I tell you, there is joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents. The Parable of the Prodigal Son And he said, There was a man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of my property that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. Not many days later, the younger sons gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country, and there he squandered the property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a a severe famine arose in the country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out, out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into the fields to feed pigs. And he was longing to f- to be fed with the pods, with the pigs that the pigs ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he, he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread? But I perish here with hunger. I will r- arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and, ye- and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And 
the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and, and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet, and bring the fattened calf and kill it, and let us eat and celebrate. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and they begin to celebrate. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing, and he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fattened calf, because he has received his him back safe and sound. But he was angry and refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him, but he answered his father, Look, these many years I have served you, and I never disobeyed your command. Yet you have you never gave me a young goat that I may celebrate my friends. But when this son of yours came, you who has devoured the property with prostitutes, you killed the fattened calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and that is mine, and what is mine, and that is mine is yours. If you've, it was fitting to celebrate and be glad for this, your brother was dead and is still alive. He lost, he was lost and is found. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father in heaven, I just praise you. I thank you for everything, Lord God. I just thank you that you've found us, Lord, when we were rebelling and, and running away from you, that you came to help us come to our senses, that you are our Lord and Savior, and that you save from sin. We thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.